The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com I know, and I was like, do we just, like, stop the show? No. Do I just, like, put press pause and come back in six months or a year and yeah. pick the microphone back up? And I was like... Yeah, I've seen people do that. And yeah. that's cool. But I started, of course, because I'm a creative and I'm like thinking, well, what could we do with the show? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Open Late. You're probably wondering, why am I in the host seat and Jess is in the hot seat? I'm in the hot seat. Well, it's official. I am taking over for Jess while she's on maternity leave. I know. With the babies. I'm your host for a little bit. Drea Renee, love and dependency expert. You guys will be going on a journey with me and it's going to be so exciting. And for my first official episode, I will be taking a deep dive into Jess. Yes. I haven't been in the hot seat in a long time. Do you like being in the hot seat, Jess? I do. It's yeah. less work. Yes, it is less work, right? Yeah. Being on this side. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, you got to prepare. You have to know your questions yes. and you have to think of good follow-ups and really... It's like a little bit of mental gymnastics. Yeah, but over there, you can just sort of sit and chill. But I'm so excited. I just want to say first, thank you so much for trusting me with your baby. I really appreciate that. I know. My firstborn. Yes! I love it. There's no one else I would rather do it. Thank you so much, Mm -hmm. Jess. On that note, so you are taking a little bit of a leave. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about transitioning it over to me? Like, like what comes up for you? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It was a long decision to Mm -hmm. get here. And I'll share a little bit about like, you know, the entire journey of realizing that I wanted to focus on motherhood solely because I have been like a workaholic my whole life. I mean, there was a summer where I had four dogs at once. Like we talked about it the other day. Actually, my friends and I clocked at Lisa, who's been my best friend since first grade. We were like, yeah, you worked four jobs that one summer. I love to work and I love to create and I love to build things. You're a doer. We're very similar yeah, in that way. Such that's a doer. Like, yeah. Doing. And like multi- many careers at the same time. Yeah. You're like that too. Same. Yeah. And I love it. I love the hustle and I love putting things out in the world that are going to help people. Um, but the closer I got to, you know, this journey, that's, you know, impending twins that are going to oh be born God. in like probably four weeks. Um, I'm thinking, okay, I cannot continue to give this my all the way right. that I would love to. I mean, you saw the list of projects that we want to yep, <laughs> that, like, that we have for the future. Yeah. And there's just no way that I could juggle all of that right. um, with twins. And nor do I want to. I, yeah. I had the realization just a few weeks ago that, you know, being a mother is a short-lived little window like you being a mother of infants and of right. babies right they of course grow up and go to school 
Um, but you have this like precious little time yeah. where they need so much from you and I just don't want to have any distractions. So and you when, seemed very like when I asked you about it, you were like, this is my focus. Like yeah. obviously open late is something that you put so much energy into mm -hmm. and it's still something you love and it's still yeah. your baby, but it's now time to put the focus on. Yeah. I know. And I was like, do we just like stop the show? No. Do I just like put press pause and come back in six months or a year and yeah. pick the microphone back up? And I was like, yeah, I've seen people do that. And yeah. That's cool. But I started, of course, because I'm a creative and I'm like thinking, well, what could we do with the show? I mean, and how can I serve these listeners? Yeah. Like at this point, we've grown to have 30,000 listeners a month. And that's amazing. Yeah. And it feels so good. Like I'm a little bit of a dopamine whore. Like I want to see the downloads. I know. <laughs> like, it like doesn't Refreshing though. every time we release an episode. Oh, you're a refresher. Yeah. <laughs> every time. <laughs> And I thought about it and, you know, we have like a great circle of women, I feel like. And, yeah. you know, like we do feed the men. So yeah. We have women's circles and always interested in what people are doing in their lives. And I thought about a few select people that I was like, they have an amazing voice. They have a story to tell. Interesting women, you know, funny women. Yeah. And you rose to the top of that list. Oh, like immediately I was like, ah, oh, what? Why do we not have Drea? sit in yeah. a seat for however long it is, you know, because you're an experienced host. Like you've worked for, you know, ESPN, like some of the biggest things on TV. Yeah. Through poker and you're also an actress. We've done a really funny, fun, yes, creative thing together. Oh that yeah. was around the time I actually thought about it. Oh. Mm -hmm. I when we that. released the masterclass. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, Trey is so good. I love a camera and a microphone. I'm always down for it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we spooked Masterclass. I don't know if you know, but I'm a comedian also. And You were so good. It was so fun. So good. You were good. Thank you. I think your character is going to come to but play. How funny is that? My yeah. character on Masterclass is essentially, you know, what I'm a specialist in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I did not put two and two together until yeah. you were here two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. So I feel really good about you steering this ship i'm excited to see how the audience changes and adapts yeah. with your stories and the people that you want to interview on the show and bringing like your expertise in love dependency to life because it's a topic that's not talked about enough i don't know enough about it and so i'm excited to have it like bring just a more dynamic you know, voice to the show. Yeah, I've been wanting to do it for so long. And mm -hmm. so this is such a great little way to segue into mm -hmm. talking about this because people do not know a lot about yeah. it. And I know a lot of people are experiencing it. So I'm really excited to sort of give, you know, some highlight to, to this experience. Yeah. And I yeah. think a lot of my listeners are probably experiencing it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So what do you think it's going to look like for you creatively? Because that juice still is flowing within you, mm -hmm. right? It's not going to go away. Mm -hmm. So what do you think that's going to look like while you have the twins and you're taking yeah. maternity leave? Such a great question. And a really like cheesy pun came to my mind when you asked the question because you're like, what juices will be flowing? <laughs> Currently milk out of my boobs. <laughs> so, oh like, my God. Yeah. yeah when you came sense. over today actually was the first day. So I'm on this like journey of, uh, lactating, which you can do. So cool. Yeah, you can induce lactation. So if you're an intended parent having a surrogate or adopting kids. I um, didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. It's actually crazy. I just found out when Carly became pregnant with our twins that you could do this as, you know, someone you just need boobs. Yeah, That's I bet it. you a lot of people don't know that. No. So you heard it here first. Um, and there's a great book that I read about it. And so 
that's currently those are the juices those are, are the juices through me because it is a full-time job yeah you have to pump every three hours and because i'm that not pregnant my mind. i can pump early most pregnant women you don't want to pump because it can induce labor and you don't oh. want to go into labor early so you don't like pump while you're but pregnant since i'm having twins and i want to like stock as much milk as possible i'm currently pumping and it's like every three hours so frankly like i don't have time for anything else and right. I, I just started on monday um and i just you know stocked the first little bit today so okay that was and kind I of a jokey it, answer you did see it like, <laughs> i saw a little bit much colostrum. A little bit. i love it um but i i do i feel like i'm gonna write a lot okay when the twins are here, like, because the time is going to be so limited. I mean, two at once, I'm going to be taking care of them, you know, and being on this journey full time. And I'm sure that actually being a mom in itself allows you to be creative and right. to express this whole new side of yourself and learn who you are as a mother. Like, I have no idea what I'm like as a mother. So I think that letting myself just be in this new role as mom is like the first thing that's coming up. And then I have an inkling that I'm going to write. I've been wanting that, to that write feels, yeah. for a while. Um, I don't know like what it looks like yet, if it's a book or if it's a blog or if it's just for me. Like if I just start writing and with really no intention, um, because for so many years, all I've done is like put stuff out. Right. Like, I'm doing this. You know, you've known me for a long time yeah. now. Like I'm doing this women's circle. I'm doing this full moon thing at the beach. Now yeah. I'm doing retreats. Now I'm yeah. doing ceremonies. Like I'm always creating something for other people and I've never really created something just for myself and so I'm I'm feeling like I want to like turn inward and whether that's go into this like little cocoon mode with my like little family or write something that's just for me or um I also started writing music really I've always written songs oh I didn't know that mm -hmm. like I'm I'm a I'm a pretty good lyricist, actually. Funny yeah, enough, I also I rap. know that. I like do these little raps. My audience Jess, is you're probably rapping. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but like, do you need like a beat right now? Because I can rap one. <laughs> we'll add it to the end. Um, Pasha made me rap for like his whole team the other day on it. Stop meeting. it. Yeah. Um, I would love but to see that. no, I mean the more like medicine music, and I've learned how to play guitar. So I think like I would love to sing to my babies. You, you know, think to them, like write little songs for them. Yeah, but I feel like writing will be something that'll be like manageable to do because obviously, once they get here, it's gonna be yeah. I mean, who knows? Who There's knows? two babies here all yeah. of a sudden, and life changes. Time. Yeah, just like that. I know they're like, they're gonna be here, and then that's it, and then they live here. They live here. Yeah, lives affected yeah. by you and Pasha. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, it's what wild. do you feel when you hear that out loud? Like, what is that? Does anything come up for you? I'm so excited. I'm like not really nervous. People keep asking. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just ultimate excitement. And I I think I can mildly understand the amount of work and exhaustion that's coming up in our lives. Um, I've already started doing these overnight pumpings. Like it's on a full schedule. So well, you have every, to keep doing it like overnight. Yeah, every three hours. Oh. So I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to be exhausted. And right. I know I'm probably going to be, you know, all the things that come with that. But I think it's the exhilaration of like having these, this new love and watching Pasha become yeah. a father, you know, and I, I'm so excited. I'm interested to see y'all's parenting styles. Like who will be like the chill parent? Yeah. Be, like the... I think I'm going to be 
I don't know. I think I'm going to be the chill parent, but also have to be the disciplinary. Yes. I was like, yeah, yeah. you're definitely going to have to be the disciplinary. Everyone knows not. I'm going to have to be the disciplinary. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So what is life going to look like when the twins are here mm-hmm. with dating? Yeah. And, you know, are we keep continuing in the poly lifestyle? Like what's the poly parent looking like? The poly parent. Poly parent. I know. Maybe that's the, the new podcast. Honestly, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Because um, if you hear that, I'm like, well, I want to listen to that. Yeah. There is actually a really, really cool family that does, um, if you're interested in poly parenting, because I'm not talking about it yet. <laughs> um, but there's this couple, they have a platform called Remodeled Love, and they oh. live in Reno, and they wrote a book on polyamorous parenting. It's wow. really cool. Um, and I, I've recorded with her before. We can link that in the show notes. Um, but I think for Pasha and I, I, you know, I used to think like, okay, yeah, it's something that I am going to talk about. And now I'm like, well, there's not a whole lot to talk about because there's nothing going on at the moment. Right. We're so busy and we're so wrapped up in our lifestyle right now, of like prepping for babies and doing oh, this. Right. Yeah. So, you know, things have slowed down for us as far as like just naturally with other people, going out on dates, you know, having experiences. Um, and I think even at Burning Man, you know, which is a place where yeah. like, we've we've always like you well not always, maybe like most of the years at Burning Man, we've like hooked up with other people or couples or whatever. We've always had a good time. This was the first year where we just wanted to be like so with each other because we yeah. know that our time is limited. Totally. Like once the kids get here, it'll never just be the two of us again. Never. So it's been really sweet to like have that. No, that doesn't mean that like you know, I hooked up with somebody earlier this summer, which was amazing. And if I could have a partner that is consistent, that knows me and that knows my circumstance and my relationship that's familiar, I think I would maybe go out here and there when time permits. I right. was, we were just sharing this with with Lolo. We were joking the other day because she's having a party and the, this guy that I used to hook up with, it's going to be at her party oh, tomorrow night. Okay. And I was like, oh, that could be interesting because like I'm pumping right now. Right. So like it's got to be, oh, I'm not right. going to go out on a date and be like, sorry, I have to leave in oh two hours. God, I got to go and pump. That's real sexy. You He's know? like, oh, okay. And like <laughs> as I'm breastfeeding, you know, yeah. the babies. So I mean, moral of the story is things I'm sure will slow down immensely. However, we're not closing our relationship. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts, or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. You're not closing it. No, no. We're going to remain open. It's who we are as people. Right. And I think like, you know, if Pasha goes on a work trip and meets someone, I think that's going to be great for him. Yeah. He's going to come back more himself. Yeah. Like he's going to come back revived and having had that experience. And then he's going to be a better husband and father to me because he's getting needs met that right. he has. And same for me. Like, I'm, you know, thinking about <laughs> the look in the eye. I'm thinking about, you know, of course, like we're going to be so overwhelmed and have so much work in the early days. But yeah. I could imagine that like if there was an easy booty call to have at like three or when my kids are three, four months, five months old. Right. I'm going to go take that call. 
Well, yeah, I'm thinking about that because if things are slowing down and, and polyamory is such a part of helping you guys be who you want to be, mm-hmm. what that will look like with y- y'all's yeah. dynamic, yeah, right? Like how that will be affected. Do you think it will be at all? No, I think because I think we do a really good job of being monogamous, but like not because we're intending to, just because time goes on. And right, like I said, we've enjoyed each other so much this year. We went on like a six week well we did like two six-week baby moves one in january and one in june and july yeah, where you guys we were gone like for traveling yeah. yeah and just really like falling back in love with each other and these new people that we're becoming who are about to be parents because we've changed so much even in the last year like since carly's been pregnant we've changed like so so much so i think that you know there'll be ebbs and there'll be flows and you know it's not necessary for us to be with other people but we we both love it so I think we'll right. make space for each other to do it. But it's going to be like few and far in between. Have you thought about in the future what that will look like when you start telling the children about that mm-hmm. and what that process will be like? Yeah. What age yeah. do you want to share? Um, I I want it to be fluid where it's not this thing where like we sit our kids down one day. Right. That's like what I was imagining. 10 years old and we're like, we have something to tell you. Like mommy and daddy are in an open relationship. No. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. And I think like the low hanging fruit is, this is terrible to say. It's a, it's a weird sentence. The low hanging fruit is Lolo. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, Auntie Lolo is like going to be in their lives. They're going right. to know her from day one, from the jump. And Lolo and I are still like, we're, we're not romantic anymore, but we're still very intimate. Like we still kiss on the lips. Yeah. You know, and I don't kiss many of my friends on the lips, like maybe three other friends, but it's like, I think that when they're old enough to like notice, oh, like mom is really cuddly with Auntie Lolo, then mm. if they like ever have any questions about, but I don't think they'll have questions because children just like learn what they live and they learn like what love is based on what they see. So if we were to have another partner that would be like a Lauren, who is like an amazing person who I want in my life forever. I would introduce them to my kids at the same rate that like a single parent who's dating yeah. would introduce someone to their kids. Like within reason, like, oh, okay, this is getting kind of serious. I'm now we see introduce. this person again. Right. Yeah. So that my kids will be like, you know, it won't be, or I'll be able to say like, daddy's on a date. Like, where is daddy? Daddy's, daddy's on, a, on date. a date. And not when they're like nine. So they're like, huh? Like head turn, you know? Like this is like daddy's on a date maybe when they're like three or four. Oh, right. cool. Okay, I'm gonna go back to playing with my blocks. Like, what does that even mean? But now they just learn that like, oh, my parents go on dates. And, and it's, it's just not, not some a thing. big thing. Yeah. Right. That made the head turn made me think of my first experience of learning that you guys were open <laughs> because I didn't know. And I saw Pasha on I think it remember. <gasps> I Remember? do, and I forgot about this. <laughs> I, yeah, what was that? I think it was um, Tinder back in the day. Bumble. Maybe Tinder. Bumble. It was Bumble. And I, I like, what was he on? Was mortified. Okay, because I I didn't know, and I was like, I can't believe I should do this. Jess is so wonderful, you know. And then I found out you guys were open, and I was like, oh, well then, whatever. But it was Burning Man. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yeah, it was Burning Man, and then I think I saw Pasha and and Lolo holding hands. Yeah, and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> And I was like, where's Jess? And no, I, I saw you. You, I was like, where's Pasha? And you're like, I don't know. He's on an adventure. And I was like, what? Like, I was <laughs> so confused by it all. And it all just made beautiful sense. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You but I had a head turn. I was like, yeah. I'm telling Jess. 
Yeah. She had to. That <laughs> happened to us before where someone came to tell me that Pasha was- Stop it. Yeah. It was actually like a good friend slash neighbor. It was our upstairs. We used to live in a duplex in, in West Hollywood when we first moved to L.A. And she saw him on Bumble probably. And she sat me down and was like, I need to tell you something. <laughs> like your husband's cheating on you. And I'm like, oh, oh. It's a, it's heartbreaking because like, it is because what a for big her to come decision. To yeah, exactly. it's a huge decision. Like it's not an easy one. Like and as women, I think, you know, you see these things in society, and like there's this expectation for you to like not say anything, maybe right or like do you do you become some the person like the pivotal person who breaks up a relationship, a marriage? What if exactly. they're kids? Like I've been faced with that on so many accounts, and it's like. You know, you take a lot of responsibility when you insert yourself into someone's relationship. So, I mean, good on you for wanting to tell me. And, I was and freaking friend, out. Yeah, I was like, I Danielle. can't believe this. And so when I saw you guys at Burning Man, I knew you were open, but I thought like just the solo adventure. So then when I saw Lauren, I was like, okay, this is too much for yeah. me. <laughs> I can't handle it. I'm going home. I'm going home. And you were just sitting there dancing. And I was like, where's Pasha? And you're like, I don't know. He's on an adventure. And I was like, just he's holding hands with someone. <laughs> Like, I have to tell you. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I know. So good. So yeah. Good. So, I mean, I don't have all the answers when it comes to how we're going to be, but I think we will make space for each other yeah. to have these adventures because, you know, when you're in a relationship as we are, like long term committed, like we want to be together forever. How long has it been now? We've been together 11 years. 11 years? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we've been open for. Pretty much the whole time. Like, really? We had our first threesome before we were even married, like six months into our relationship. Totally accidental, but you know, and for the first two years of our relationship, we didn't have a lot of experiences, but like we kept having them. Like every couple right. of months, we'd go do something and explore. Okay. So this brings monogamous. up a question for me. So, mm -hmm. like I said, love and dependency expert, I have a question for you. So, you know how I am mm -hmm. with regards to being territorial with my partner, these really strong feelings that I've had in the past. Mm -hmm. And as we're going to explore this on the podcast now, I want to ask you when those feelings came up for you, if they did, jealousy, mm -hmm. just sort of the trial and error journey you had to go on with Pasha, what that was like for you. Because I imagine what that would be like for me the first time, like watching my man's penis go into someone's vagina. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can I do this? I want to like give it a try, mm -hmm. but I think about that moment. Yeah, it's one thing to be the the guest star mm -hmm. where you just pop into somebody's situation, mm -hmm. but That's if my you favorite. are like, this is the man you love, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm such a kinky bitch. I just loved it from the beginning, from the first time. Really? I was like, let me get a microscope. Stop yeah, it. no, I swear, I I've hardly had, you know, it's never really been jealousy. Okay, I. Okay, so a little note on this. I like to split up my emotions because I think like jealousy is a little bit lazy. Okay. I think that there's envy. I think that there's fear of abandonment. Yeah. I think that there's like, there's all these like micro emotions underneath it. Um, and so when, when I would coach people and they would tell me like, I struggle with jealousy, it's like, what's underneath it? What are you actually right. feeling? Are you feeling afraid that you're, they're going to leave you? Cause that's different. That's, you know, that's like <laughs> yeah. not really jealousy or do you wish that you were her, right? Uh... That's envy. Do you want something someone else has? Um, like a lot of people will be like, well, I'm jealous. You know, people open up and they're like, 
let's just say like husband and wife was easy. They open up and the husband's like, my wife is getting like all these matches and everyone wants to sleep with her. I'm like jealous. And it's like, well, that's not jealousy. That's envy. Mm. Like you wish you could have the same experience she's having. Um, Because if you had that, you probably wouldn't feel it as strongly, right? If your inbox is popping off. Mm -hmm. And I, I really, I haven't had such a struggle with any of it okay i know it's like it's such a lame answer because i'm like give give people what they want like give people but in choose. this relationship but maybe even in life have oh, you before, right sure did this obviously this relationship tapped into some other things mm-hmm. and you guys are both so emotionally intelligent yeah so you've been able to navigate a, mm-hmm. a certain way but for a lot of people that aren't in this particular experience these things do come up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So- it's so true. And the the difference is when I, when Posh and I got together, we had done so much work on ourselves right. from like the jump. Like we were in these emotional intelligence courses or going to like all the Tony Robbins things. Oh, oh yeah. Rah, 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 you know, we did all that and it got me to a place where truly I'm so full of myself. I'm so Ooh. like, really am. And I it's like, it. I, I don't say it often on the show, but I'm going to start claiming it because I feel like women aren't comfortable doing that, being like, I'm fucking amazing. And if there is someone else that he wants to be with more than me, then maybe he should. Ooh. Like, I know it's crazy. I love that. But That's it's so like, good. If, if, he's, if they're meant, then who am I to break something up? It also means that if I'm focused on him and they're meant for each other, then I'm missing out on what's actually mine. So I always live in that space of like what's meant to be. Is that just helped me relax in my chest. So I'm like, I like that. Yeah. What's yeah. meant for you won't miss you. Right. The universe does not fuck up. Right. It really doesn't. And like I feel to my core that we're meant to be partners for this life. So it gives me a lot of confidence. So if he's with somebody else, I'm like, great. I want him to have experiences that are different than what we right. have because I don't want to do it all. I need help. You know, I don't like, I'm not trying to give 7 a.m. blowjobs. I want to share a story about a time we were at a party and I think Pasha was hooking up with someone and he was like kind of in a party mode and you're like, you know, I just don't want to have somebody go down on me while I'm partying. I'm not in the mood, but he can just go do it with somebody else. And I was like, Wait, where were I forget I think about we this. were at, where were we? Maybe Ben's house? Oh my I'm God. I'm not sure, but you were just jesting, you know, in your own <laughs> amazingness. And I was like, where's Pasha? Always me. Goes, yeah. Where is he? You're my husband's keeper. <laughs> I am. Do you know where your man is, girl? You're like, I don't know. I'm chilling. I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm not chilling. <laughs> I, it's so funny. He, lo- he loves to go down on people. Yeah. He when does. He, when he, yeah. I, yeah. Like, it's, and it's great. I mean, it's good. I, I enjoy it. But right. like, when I'm dancing, I don't want to do anything else. You don't want to do anything else? Mm-mm. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I remember so that. Good. And just like Burning Man. I don't know. I don't know where he is. And I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> This is going to be so, I'm having so much fun with you. I'm so happy that you are going to host this show. Thank you. Yeah, because when I like pop in here and there, it's going to be really yes. good. Yes. The yeah. chest pops will be good. Yeah. It'll be really good. Yeah. Okay. What else do we have for you? I know. What are we thinking? Ooh, did I even yes. answer your question? What was your you question? You did Jealousy. answer my question. Okay. Yeah. Just how you yeah. handle that. Because as you know, that is something that I think, like I said in the episode where you interviewed me, just. It's something I have to manage and watch out mm-hmm. for. But I do think it's interesting to look at those things of what it actually is. Yeah. What's right? it need? Fear of being abandoned. And yeah. that's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're right. The universe does not fuck up. Mm-mm. I like this, like, let's get spicy mm-hmm. session because I feel like there's a lot of things sexually that, you know, I'm just kind of always like holding my pearls. <laughs> I know. I love that you're a self-proclaimed proclaimed prude. 
Yeah. It, I, yeah. I, have I own it. For you. In all this talk and all this spiciness. Yeah. Um, I was like, I want to leave Drea with something. Okay. So I feel like she's going on this journey. Oh my gosh. She's manning the ship of this show and doing me such a solid in this time. So I think that I'm going to leave you with two of my <laughs> two of my favorite books of all time that I think you should read. Okay. Because so you can maybe like take the pearls and put them down and put them in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was like, Have you ever done anal beads? Okay, well, they're not in this book, but anyway, this is Pussy, a reclamation by Mama Gina. She is the queen of all things reclaiming your power of your pussy. What? Look at Regina. Life-changing. Life-changing. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then this is the ethical slut. (laughs) The ethical slut. See, this is what I'm about. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to turn you into a slut. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to, but like, it's fun. I love. I feel like I'm on the precipice of like letting go, but I'm just Mm -hmm. like it's like I go and I'm like, oh no no no, not yet, not yet. Mm, Okay. Well, you know, host the show for six months. I know, and then we'll talk. That's why I want to keep the sessions of let's get spicy because the conversations get the mind flowing, Mm -hmm. right? And then I'm like, well, all right. And when you hear from your friends like what they're up to in the bedroom, it demystifies things and it makes you feel like, okay, like I could see myself doing that because like my friend does it I it's weird. I know what I you mean, mean girls I feel like we need to see each other like go first in things yeah. and it's like helpful yeah mm-hmm. this has been so much fun and yeah. I just want to tell you thank you again for entrusting yeah. me with this open mic podcast I am so so happy it's you the listeners are gonna love you you're gonna have laughs doing the show and yeah. I can't wait to listen in as a listener yeah and just hear all the amazing interviews you do and all the personal stories you share well thank you so much yeah. and I love you so I much. love you too oh yes well thank you guys so much for watching Jess thank you so much for being here and thanks for thank having you again me. for trusting me with the show make sure you guys like follow subscribe and also let your friends know as I go on this new journey if you have any friends who are love addicts or anything like that make sure you let them know and i'll see you guys next time